The king of Michigan, Sir Douglas Skeen I, is standing by. Royalty when it comes to Michigan football. How you doing, Douglas? Hey, I'm doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on again. You sound nervous about the Iowa game. I think I can hear I nerves feel, I, I am in your nervous. voice. I, 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 hey, I was telling Ballas the other day, I don't, I don't have a warm and fuzzy about this. Maybe it's because this is the first real test that Michigan's going to have. I know how difficult it is to play at that venue. Um, you know, this is, this, is a, this is always a big deal when Michigan comes to town for all these away teams. But, boy, what, what an opportunity if you're an Iowa Hawkeye to knock Michigan off. And I guess I just want to see, you know, how, how effective the Michigan defense is going to be, uh, again, at stopping the run. And I want to see if, how effective this offense is in being able to, to do things beyond the things they found so easy to do in the first three games. I will say, Doug, it was shocking, to say the least, that – Early on in that Maryland game, Maryland was winning the line of scrimmage battles. They were pushing Michigan around. J.J. didn't look comfortable, and this was a home game. That, that was the first concern I've had about Michigan football. Wow, maybe I'm, I'm going back. Well, obviously Georgia, but we knew early that wasn't going to happen. Maybe I went in Nebraska when it was unraveling a little bit there. That was the last time yeah. I had concern about a Michigan football team. I, I, I was shocked what I saw early uh, in that Maryland game. Well, I can understand how you felt that way. I was, I was surprised, but not entirely shocked, Bill, because, again, let's remember, those first three opponents, and I don't mean to be disrespectful to any individual or coaches on those teams, but they were awful. Those are awful college football teams that Michigan played at home, and it was, quite frankly, easy for Michigan to go out and execute the first few pages of the offensive playbook and win by 50. And so Maryland shows up. They got some, they got some players on that team. They start doing their thing, and all of a sudden they put together a 75-yard drive and jammed it right down our throats. And I looked at my buddy who's sitting there watching the game with us and said, this, this, is a real, this is a real challenge here for Michigan. Now, the great news is Michigan rose up, made some plays, and ended up winning that football game and did a lot of great things. Blake Corum, holy cow, what an incredible day out of him. And the offensive line started doing some things. But I think they, that was the first time this year they got, they got punched in the nose. And so how is that going to translate this Saturday when Iowa punches us in the nose? Because it's going to happen. And just like last year at Nebraska and the other games, how do we respond? And every year is different, Bill. Every team is different. How is this team going to respond to getting punched in the nose on the road? It'll be fascinating. Yeah, and J.J.'s first start in a hostile environment, not just coming in to uh, take a snap, uh, throw a ball, uh, make a block. Uh, there's so much to gauge from this game. And, and everyone I've talked to on the Michigan side of this I really compare this to the unknown feeling we had last year when Cade McNamara and Michigan went to Madison. Well, yeah, that was a great challenge a year ago, and Michigan rose up and, and felt. I mean, that, that game there, I remember that one pretty vividly. Michigan had a body language that exuded confidence yes. there going into the half, and it was really nice. And, and again, it'll be interesting to see it. These these players on this Michigan offense, certainly talking about the quarterback, our running backs, even without Edwards, with Corum, and this offensive, they've got the talent, Bill. This is not a talent question. This is going to just be, can Michigan go in there 
in a difficult venue where it's hard to hear, you can't hear, and when things aren't going your way, the music gets louder and the fans get rowdy, that's all coming. And we'll see how he handles it. This will be the first time for him to go get through something like this. It's going to be it's going to be a challenge like no other. Um, going back to I would say even more hostile and certainly an environment than than the Georgia game last year. Now Iowa is not Georgia, but Iowa's defense is good, and we'll see how this goes. I think we're going to know we're going to know how this game is going to turn out. Certainly by the end of the first quarter, watch those first few possessions. How that Iowa defensive front how they do against the Michigan offensive front, because there's your indicator for the rest of the game. People keep talking about how great Iowa's defense is. They haven't played anybody this year on the flip side. Uh, When we talk about Michigan's first three games, we don't know how good Maryland is. I guess we'll find out Saturday against Michigan State. But I look back at what Michigan's offense did to Iowa in the Big Ten title game. I know there was more in the line, and it wasn't in Iowa City, but... I don't fear this Hawkeye defense like they're one of the great defensive units in college football, like a lot of people are talking. Well, it's, it, it is early, Bill. I think that's a valid point, and I feel I feel fairly I feel fairly comfortable with this matchup because, again, from what I can tell from watching the first four games here that Michigan has played, I think they've had limited playbook depth. What I mean by that has been a lot of the base power. You know, offense that Michigan runs and some play actions off of that. Obviously, some pass protection or pass. I'm sorry, Bill. Pro pass pocket uh, passing game, and and Michigan has done all right there against Iowa. Uh, just like Maryland did, Iowa is going to be filling as soon as they see those pulling linemen or that cross formational action. They're going to be filling that front side of that offense quickly. I think this game is really going to be put on J.J. early to make the throws and back that offense off because this, this playbook's going to have to get deeper. They're going to have to get deeper into it to move the football down the field. They're, Michigan's going to have to get deeper into the playbook, which they will do, but I think this is really going to be, can Michigan throw the football in the first half with J.J. and make the catches on the other end when he puts it on the money because he's pretty good about doing that. You hope Peter picks off the passes perfectly. That's what you hope. <laughs> Touche, you got me, Bill. <laughs> oh my God, I was—I would have had to throw out a life preserver on air live in a while. I was right, like, hey, hey, the big man—he's treading water. He's going under. Hold oh, on, man. I mean, you're like, you know, week. pro pass, pro uh, protection. I'm listening to you, and I'm like, damn, I'm. I'm glad I. Say that real fast. I'm glad that's not that. on my list to talk about. Pocket Pass Pro. Why? Why is that so hard to say? I, you know what? Hey, it's live radio, and I don't care. I love you, anyways. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman at Michigan, co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast, and you can hear at thewolverine.com. Check it in on the Meyer guest line. So the unknown, you know, and I think it's on the other side. I know they played Iowa State and lost at home. Iowa did 10-7, opened up against South Dakota State and only put seven points on the board and won 7-3. Pulled away from Nevada. That game was close. Nevada's horrible. Uh, 27-zip. And then Rutgers, they got two defensive touchdowns and, you know, won 27-10. I... 
I I think Michigan's going to roll up some points on them. I really do. I, they're not going to line up and run. I think J.J. McCarthy's going to throw the ball. And you're the first person that has said what I've said on air, that the Maryland game in, in the first three games, I, I believe they've sat on their playbook because everyone pointed to this game knowing how big it is. And I'm telling you, and they've sat on their playbook, and I think it's through the air. Because really, their passing offense has looked okay, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been okay, and it's again, it looks vanilla to me. Yeah, exactly. And so they're doing lim- they're doing limited play action off of their base running offense, and they're running generic regular pass protection on third, second and long, third and long, and Michigan's been averaging there. I think that we're going to see more options, different routes. And all that's going to be required here. And it's, I think that there's a pattern if you go back and you look at, at, at in the Harbaugh era as the season goes on, we see different things. I, I notice different things that I haven't seen in previous weeks. I don't think this Saturday is going to be any different. And that's all by design, and that's not unusual at all. Doug Skeen joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, former Michigan offensive lineman. There's been zero talk about Harbaugh or the coaches, and I know you haven't had the game where you need to make – the big decisions. I guess we'll find out Saturday at Iowa, but the coaching changes. Uh, anything you can take from the first four games that you like or don't like? Well, I think, again, I want to temper this. I really like the Michigan defensive line through the first four games, but then I have to temper it by looking at the opponents. And if we measure what happened in the Maryland game more than the first three combined, I like the grit that Michigan's defensive front showed. I mean, I, I, again, Maryland was running the football and doing what they wanted, and that quarterback was running around making plays, and it felt like as that game wore on, the Michigan defensive front rose up, and they started making some plays and hitting that quarterback. I think that's really exciting, and they're just going to have to keep doing that as the season goes on. The other thing that I really like about this Michigan defense is the second These guys look like they're having a ball back there playing with a lot of confidence and a lot of fun. But as far as the coaching change, you know, this defensive line with a new new defensive line coach, so far it looks really nice. Yeah, J.J. didn't look comfortable early. Uh, was it the pressure of the first big game? Was it the fact that uh, the offense was dialed down? Was it just good defense by Maryland and game planning and looks that they gave McCarthy? How would you grade his first Big Ten start? Well, it's a little uh, shaky at times, Bill, but as as I looked at the game again, I, I was looking at a few snaps where he gets the ball in his hand in a pocket situation. I counted the three, and he's still hanging out of the football. The rule is quarterback gets three seconds, right? Ball is snapped, 1,001, 1,002. The ball's got to be gone in 1,003. There were a couple times where he's still hanging out of the ball. Well, why is that? It appeared on the replays there was no one open. So if you want to help your quarterback, you got to get open, and he's got to be able to get that football out with confidence. There was one snap where he got drilled after he left the football go because he had it in his hand up to four seconds, and Blake Corum couldn't hold the block that long. I don't blame the offensive line or Blake Corum for that hit on the quarterback. It's your wide receivers. You've got to get open. So those are the things that can make a quarterback uncomfortable. So if you want to help a guy in his first big road game as a starter, he's got to have a clean pocket, and these wide receivers, tight ends, you've got to get open and get, get those hands up and catch the football to get him going in that pocket and make him confident. What's your prediction on the game before I let you go, Doug Skeen? What are you thinking Saturday in Iowa City? 
Well, I think there's some legitimacy to this Iowa defense. Uh, I will see how good it is. I don't know that Michigan's going to get up over the 35-point mark here. I like a one-possession win. Michigan has not won at Iowa since 2005. That's ridiculous. And so, but it's also a testament to how hard it is to go down there and play and win. I think Michigan wins a one-possession game like 20-14, 21-14, somewhere in there. And I don't care. As long as it's a W, we'll take it. Doug, always good to hear your voice, my man. Uh, We will talk soon. Enjoy the game. All right, Bill. Thank you. Go for it. Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer guest line. Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics.